Hello and welcome to Rooted Together Podcast, the podcast which aims to root you in Christ through His Word together. Today we are continuing in the book of Luke in chapter 5, part 1. So we're actually going to break chapter 5 into three distinct parts. The first part will be the story where Jesus is teaching and he takes Peter and John and James out on a boat and they'll catch a bunch of fish. Now, this story is important because... One, it highlights one of the major themes in this chapter, as well as is in the book as a whole, which is the idea of what do we do with who Jesus is? You, you drop everything and follow him. And that's what we're going to see Peter, James, and John do. And we'll dig a little more into that. And then at the end of the chapter, in a, in a part three episode, we'll look at Jesus speaking to Levi which is also known as Matthew. Now, another interesting part about the story we are going to read is you you don't see this in John, but it helps you understand at the end of John. Now, we did a study on John a couple books ago, and we saw that Jesus had died, he had resurrected, and Peter and the crew were out fishing as they couldn't figure out what else to do in this moment. And Jesus calls them from the shore. They don't recognize him. He says, hey, cast your nets over there. And they catch, I think it was like 156 fish. And Peter, as soon as he tries to pull in the net and realizes there's too many fish to even pull in, he knows that it is Jesus. And you may ask, why would that have been the the sign that this is Jesus. Well, it is because of what happens in the story we're looking at today. So this story will help make sense of some of the things you would read in other Gospels. But I want to set our big theme out. Our big theme is this. Following Jesus means leaving everything. Jesus is more valuable than jobs, money, identity, family. We see this lived out in Peter, James, and John, and later in Levi or Matthew. So let's jump into the text. Verses 1 through 11 captures the first part of this story where we have Jesus teaching people. So it says on one occasion, so this is one of many occasions, while the crowd, a crowd becomes a main character throughout the book of Luke, was pressing in on him to hear the word of God. So you have the people pressing in, wanting to hear more, and he was standing by a lake. In fact, he says the lake of Gerasenetret. And the reason why he gives the name, again, he's setting it in a real context. And he saw two boats, that's Jesus, by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. So getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, or known as Peter, or Simon Peter, he asked him, that's Peter, to take the boat out a little bit from the land, and he sat down and he taught the people from the boat mainly so they could see and hear him better. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put into the deep and let down your nets for the catch. Peter, the seasoned fisherman that he was, says, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets. So what he's saying is, you know, Master, Teacher, I, I hear, I get it. You know a lot of things. You, you're, you're a, a rabbi. You're a teacher. You're my master. All that thing. 
But we toiled all night. We didn't catch anything. I'm the fisherman. You're the teacher, right? Remember, you teach, I fish. That's the thing. And you're telling me to cast my nets down. I'm telling you that did not work all night long. And what happens is, he goes, but at your word, there's some obedience from Peter. I'm going to do it. I'm going to let down the nets. In verse 6, when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to the other partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they, they filled both boats so that both boats began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw that both boats were sinking, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, what you would not expect him to say. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And then verse 10, a little more context. So also were James, John, the sons of Zebedee. Maybe two more of the inner crowd, disciples. So he's teaching. He takes Peter out to fish. Peter worked through the previous night for minimal gain, and yet Jesus encourages Peter to cast the nets. Peter humors Jesus. I mean, he, he does it, but it's almost like a humoring. I'll, I'll cast it out. I'll humor you, but I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. However, the result is unexpected. Peter catches so many fish that two boats almost sink trying to get them in, and Peter's response is odd. Depart. Go away from me. This is in contrast to the crowds clamoring to be healed by Jesus, to hear the words of Jesus. They are pressing in, and yet Peter says, depart. I'm a sinful man. Because in that moment, Peter is faced with his sin. He sees his sin in light of who Jesus is. And and Peter deems himself unworthy of Jesus' presence. Uh, interestingly, he does not ask Jesus to join his fishing crew. I mean, you would imagine, right, that you just caught two boats worth of fish. You fished all night for nothing. He tells you to cast the nets, and you, you can barely get the catch in with two boats. I mean, think of the financial upside to hiring Jesus as your main fisherman consultant man. And yet, Peter doesn't think of this because Peter gets it. He, he doesn't fully grasp all that Jesus is, but he knows Jesus is special. Later, he will say, you are the son of God. And Peter realizes in that moment that he is a mere son of sin. But Jesus doesn't depart. Jesus doesn't go, that's right, Peter, I'll depart. You are a sinful man. No, Peter is a sinful man. But Jesus does this. Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. Again, those words ring from every chapter in Luke, from the angels talking to Zechariah and Mary, don't be afraid. And now Jesus himself is telling Peter, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be fishers of men. And they, and when they had brought their boats to land with all the fish, they left everything, including all the fish, and followed him. And the reason I want to bring out that that's the main theme is not just because it ends this section with they left everything to follow him. I want you to keep in perspective what they left. They left 
not just jobs. They left identities. Back, back in that time, what you did for a living was who you were. If you were a fisherman, that was your total identity. It was wrapped up, could not be separated from the identity of a fisherman. That's who you were in all aspects of life, in social order. That's who you were. They leave that. But they also leave the fact, keep in mind, Peter had partners, and James and John, sons of Zebedee, that it was a family business, and for Peter, likely a family business as well. They're doing well. They're partnering together. They are, in all aspects, a very successful business. Maybe they had a bad night, but Peter, James, and John are successful fishermen. They're successful businessmen. They have a lot of money to leave on the table by leaving everything. But it's not that they just left potential money on the table. They leave actual money on the table. Think about it. They just brought in two boats full of fish to the point both boats almost sank. That's a lot of money. And they left everything and followed him. They dropped the business. They dropped the family business. They dropped all the the boats, the fish, everything they had earned and bought and paid for, invested in, and they leave all of that to follow Jesus. Jesus asked Peter, James, and John to follow him, to join him. He gives Peter, a man who had only known fishing, a new identity and profession. You will now be fishers of men. Now, to the person who has not dealt and dwelled in the Bible much. That's a very odd phrasing, and I know it is. And to Peter, it likely was too. Uh, In the CSB, the Christian Standard Version, uh, it it says catching men. The ESV says catching men. Other translations will say fishers of men. It still sounds really weird to our ears. It likely sounded strange to Peter's ears, but Peter will soon learn what it means and what Jesus is saying. Peter and his partners, James and John, leave everything to follow him, to become fishers, not of fish, not to make money, but they they leave all of that to become fishers of men. They leave stability. Fishing might have been a good one day, not good the next job, but it was stable that there were always going to be fish in the sea to leave and to follow Jesus to unknown territory. This is what it means to lay down everything to follow Jesus. So the question is for you as you're reading this, are you willing to follow Jesus? Are you willing to lay down everything for the cause of Jesus? Now, that doesn't mean if you are a successful businessman, you must quit your job today to figure out what it means to follow Jesus. That's not what this means. What it does mean that is if in the course of following Jesus, Jesus calls you to go elsewhere for less money, that you do so willingly and lovingly because Jesus is your king, not the dollar bill. Will you leave everything to follow Jesus? Because that is what it means. You cannot hold anything back. You cannot part-time follow Jesus. It must be a profession change. And I mean that in more of a metaphoric sense here. Peter goes from fisher of fish to fisher of men. It becomes a whole identity change. You must change every aspect of you 
to follow Jesus. And the beauty is, it is not done by your power, but by the power of God through the Holy Spirit. I'd like to thank you for joining me in part one of chapter five. I look forward to joining you in part two of chapter five. Next time, I'll see you there. (laughs) 